Uh, how does that song go? Let the rhythm take you over by la you know what I, I sort of decided to start the episode with that is I think that was the last time I had fun listening to that song. If my memory serves me correctly. I told him like I was going to record and I know he might be surprised, but I literally just got off the phone with JPG, you know. <laughs> But I literally just got off the phone with Samarco right now, yeah. Even though he asked me specifically not to name drop him. And we sort of got around to talking about my podcast. This podcast, obviously. And he said, well, he, he sort of gave me constructive criticism that I've won it clear enough. A lot of you have not given me. And now before like all of you get niggas in a bunch, right? He it was different. It wasn't he wasn't it's the first time someone was like, someone has taken the time to like break down and enumerate what he felt like was going wrong with my podcast, which is crazy because, well, it's something I've actively sought and I won't say I've not been satisfied with what I've gotten, but I've been afraid with the feedback I've been getting. It's been too good. Like you guys really like my podcast, which be, and in a weird way, I try to separate myself from this, you know, this creation, but in some weird, you know, by proxy, I have to feel, you know, like you like me, even though you don't. But why it's wild was he said, and I agree, he said he feels like the content or the quality of the content has sort of gone to shit. Well, he didn't particularly say it like that. He just felt like it had been watered down. And I found myself going on into like this whole shallow tangent of why it had gone down. And yeah, they were very justifiable, understandable reasons and all the things that I'm working on and this and that and this and that. But it was like, yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that like your content is not as great or as A1 as it was in the beginning or in the early days. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to do that with podcasts and I'm trying to go this direction. And I'm like, and I was like yeah, none of that changes the fact that like... You get me? And I really respect him standing his ground and even like being, I don't want to say being bold enough to tell him because I feel like I, I'm such an open book and every anybody can basically just, you know, talk to me, I guess. I hope. I, I hope I'm approachable, which is wild because shout out to on a, on a random segue. Every, like, I, I do appreciate all the people who have, excuse me, <clears throat> I sound like a frog. There's this, and the thing about it, it was just bare disappointment and bare irritation. It wasn't even anger. It was just like, the fuck? Why would you say some stupid shit like that? And I haven't felt like that in years. It pained me. Because I was like, like, and I was like, after like, we sort of like, found a way to laugh uh, laugh about it. I still haven't like, fully, like, I told the guy like, yo, chill, give me some time to recover. But I wasn't joking. Like, I still haven't fully recovered because it was, because I knew I wasn't saying it like, from, like, I wish I had even been saying it from a point of careless, like, jokes get like i wish it was motivated by like humor but it was it was motivated by mad anxiety because all that entire morning i had been thinking of some rubbish but it doesn't translate to the fact that i still or it doesn't or it doesn't like excuse the fact that i still said rubbish that still like rubbed niggas the wrong way and i got like smacked in the face for it basically like verbally you get so yeah it, it, it basically is like the I'm trying not to rush my words, but I don't know. It just feels like right now, solid ground is a very foreign concept for myself and a lot of people. Like I keep, I, I, 
I, I keep looking around, yeah, and I keep hoping that, like, they'll get to a time when the, the dubs will be more than the L's, right? And not just for me, because for my friends as well, because I think I said on an episode how much my friends mean to me, and I think if you've been following the fucking podcast, I feel like you should know at this point. <laughs> Excuse me. God damn, I have indigestion, so my breath, like, when I burp or belch, it smells, it smells and tastes like Chernobyl. But... It's like, I feel, because so much is happening in such a little amount of time, in such a small amount of time. It's like, like, I really, like, life is really, like, just one big, like, clusterfuck. Like, it, it, it really is, like, so, like, I had no idea so much could go wrong. And I won't just say wrong, because that, that makes it look like, oh, nothing is working. Yeah, but, like... Is I mean, like, so many things are happening all at once. So many things are fighting for your attention. So many things are, like... Like, could, like I would really appreciate if the world could slow down. But the world already did. That's called corona. You get, but they're telling you, oh, like, the entire essence of, of, of being and growing up... You know what? I know it sounds like I'm begging and I'm even starting to get pissed at myself, right? Because this, this, this entire episode is start, like, it's inspired by how, like, it's so easy to make up excuses, right? I feel like one of the things that I was really glad that my... I feel like there are a lot of things I could learn from my younger self. There are so many things I could learn from my younger self. One of them is the fact that there was a time when I was... Like, I went on a trance. And for the people who don't know what a trance is, a trance is like a, a, a thought... It's like when you enter into a thought tunnel or you, like, you basically follow, like, lines and patterns of thought till you come to a conclusion. I don't know. I think some people call it philosophizing, but I really don't know what it is. And I sort of arrived at the conclu- conclusion that, like, the entire point of being great and the entire point of life and conquering life is to do the exact opposite of what life pressures you to do. You get what I'm saying? Like, if life pressures you to, like, cheat, steal, lie, rob, kill, you should do the opposite. You get? If life, like, forces negativity on you, you should really do the opposite. Like, fuck you, you don't tell me what to do. No, but you could tell me what I could how I could maneuver. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I feel like in the past couple of years, I've been cracking subconsciously in so many areas that now it's like I'm I'm experiencing the karma for all those things. Like, like I know I've addressed certain things on it, like how I lost a couple of friends that I didn't know I would lose and how I indulged in certain things I didn't know I would indulge and how I went to certain places I didn't know I would go. And But it seems, I swear, at this moment, it just sounds like man's begging it. You get what I'm saying? It feels like I'm I'm licking my wounds and I'm trying to overindulge myself in my own weaknesses. And it makes me feel like a cunt. Pardon my French. Actually, funny, side note, when the French pronounce it, they don't don't pronounce the T. But you get what I'm saying? Like, it makes me feel like an idiot. Like, like, I'm like, how could you fold and how could you compromise under certain circumstances that you know that if it was anybody else, you wouldn't even give them the fucking opportunity to explain? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not just get your shit together or something. It's basically get your shit to fucking gather. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, every day, life will assault your brain. And I remember, yeah, shout out to Big Dog, shout out to Willie, right? And we're on Twitter, we're having like, sort of like a chicha. Should I call it a chicha or a back and forth? And it's like, yeah, every day, life will mentally assault you. Every fucking day. If you're not hearing about some nasty shit in Ukraine, and you're hearing about some nasty shit in Lagos Island, or you're hearing about some nasty shit in your house, or your, like, every day is an assault on your mental health, which is exactly why you should be solid as a person. Which is why exactly, like, what's that burner boy lyric? Um, the first thing they want 
rape, you know me, say me, you lie down or something, something like that. I forget. But basically, you get what I'm trying to say. Like, the fact that, like, they're trying to fuck you in the ass does not mean you should give them the lubrication. I'll be lubricant. Then you, and lubricant is surprisingly expensive, according to what I've been seeing on Twitter in the past couple of days. Like, I feel like I've been trying to put my hands in so many pots. It's like everything is burning all at once. And I'm not the type of person because of, like, I feel like... Now I'm about to excuse like oh because I have ADHD or something like that's like a cheap excuse because like I've been functioning I've been hyper functioning in so many areas that people thought I would flop my entire life. like I feel like I've told the world like fuck you so many times and like gotten away with it that I feel like I can I can keep doing it. and I feel like this is and I'm not just speaking for me I feel like everybody that's listening to this like can relate to that shit you get what I'm saying like it really I won't say it really got to me like when Samako was like yeah like. Your shit is getting watered down. It didn't get to me. Like, it sort of woke me up. It made me snap to reality on some, okay, now this is what, like, it, it, feel, it, feel, it, it gave me the weird sort of validation that I'm expecting. Like, yeah, like, you need to fucking buckle up on some on some real nigga shit. Like, you need to buckle up, buckle up on some twerker shit. Like, for real, for real. I'm being the kind of person that I am, yeah. I, and I tweeted a couple days ago, like, I, I really do get fueled by, like, I get motivated by hatred and anger. I'm not really that... Like, I know, like, I like to spread positive vibes, but I'm really not that positive of a person. Like, I really like it when bad things happen to people I don't like. Like, yeah. I'm not... It's not all the time, 247, rainbows and sunshine. Even though I say, like, this entire year, I'll try to be rainbows and shit. Fuck that! Death to the ops! Death to the ops! West side gang shit! Did you get what I'm saying? Like, motivation is difficult to come by. Finding a reason to live, finding a reason to do the things, do things, even especially the things you love, is fucking hard. I I, I, st- I told Samako that there's something I regret saying and not really expatiating on. It's like when I said, oh, you shouldn't really chase your dreams, that there are some dreams you should let die. Like I sort of regret it because like when I said it, eh, what I meant to say was like, oh, you should funnel or you should sort of like trim down what you are capable of. And fuck that and i'm not even uh, ironically enough this kanye west documentary just came out genius and i haven't really seen it yet but from the clips i have seen it's like don't compromise don't let the world rape you and the funny thing is like at every juncture of your life at every point of your life you experience like life is a game it's a first person shooter game and there are ops everywhere do you understand like games are not designed after life life is designed after me Hmm, hmm. Aspire to Maguire. But like games are literally like a metaphorical, like I don't know, shall I call it window or, 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 or subset or subsample of life and like the intricacies of life. Do you understand? Like there are more ups than friends, yes. There are more ups than family, yes. You will take more L's than dubs, yes. But that doesn't mean that you can't win the game regardless. Do you understand? It's like it's like it's like GTA. No matter how many missions you go, no matter how many times you get wasted, no matter how many times you like, like if cheat code or no cheat code, like at the end of the day, like the entire point of the game is to win, is to finish the fucking game and is to win. A couple days ago, Ricky Rick killed himself. I wanted to make. I was like, Mac Miller, like how many of my favorite rappers have to fucking kill themselves? And I even felt sort of guilty because like the whole Ricky Rick thing is like I haven't really been into his music. I haven't really been tapped in, but like. When I listened to Family Values, his album, Family Values, I know what that album, like, it really represented to me. It was like, awesome. Like, oh yeah, we're broke, we've made it, now we're making it, and like, I'm introspe- or retrospecting on some rara shit, and like, like, what's really going on in my life right now? Like, that nigga was vulnerable on that album. He really opened himself up to the world, and he killed himself. 
somebody that like South Africa, sort of like, sorry, I'm going quiet. I'm somebody about to disturb me. I can feel it in my spirit. And my spirit never lies. So I, you guys don't well shout that that took longer than I but I know the energy has shifted, but I got interrupted. And you're going to have to forgive me. And because I can't play back or because I don't play back, I can't remember what I was saying, but and I'm even glad that I, my energy has shifted because now I'm more relaxed now. I was getting sort of hyped and angry at myself. And there's something man Semak could say again in our very, very in-depth conversation here about how no matter how you look at it, the past is always filled with regrets. I really like that. Like no matter how much you look at it, no matter how much you try to paint it, right? It's just mostly regrets. Sure, there's nostalgia, there's I wish, but it's mostly just fucking regrets. And that's why you always have to keep looking forward, I guess. You have to always keep, you have to be, you have to put yourself at, at risk of looking dumb. I think I was talking about the Kanye West pod episode. Yeah. Like, it's basically you versus the world. No matter how you want to paint it. You are actually alone in life. And I feel like if you there are three things if you can find in this life, I feel like you've won. If you can find love, if you can find um family slash friendship. And if you can find fulfillment, I feel like you've basically won the entire game of life. So I feel like the fact that we are all, we are all, and myself, you know, I can't really speak on all the thousands and hundreds of you that listen to the podcast. But if I am being introspective, I feel like it's so easy to get lost in in the woes. Like life is really difficult. Like. Life is really hard. It really is. Those motherfuckers should not have eaten the apple. Like, life is fucking hard. But that's literally why you can't let, like, lie down and let life rape you. Like, you have to get your shit together. Ding dong. Like, you really have to get, like, your shit together. You really do. It's not even fucking... It's not a joke. It's it's not... It's not even a... Like, you can't afford to get tired. Like, you can't afford to give up. Like, in the past couple of weeks, I really... Like, I started to understand what giving up started to look like. I was going to stop almost everything I was doing. Almost all the projects I was into, almost all the collabs I was doing, all that shit. I was about, like, I don't know if you guys, like, I haven't, I don't even give a fuck if you notice. Like, I haven't even been posting, like, I haven't been talking about the podcast like that that much. Because it's just like, everything's starting to feel like a choice, starting to feel like a burden. And I don't want that. But that's difficult. And that's like, I feel like that's something I have to let die in this moment as I'm talking to you guys now in this podcast, like there's a certain level of intentionality you have to apply to life. You have to be like, nah, I want this. You can't cross fingers and hope and pray. Life will not let you do that. Like there's something called forge ratio, yeah? And it's where it's like at the very, at the most basic, it's like where you, 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 you wrongly assess how much time you need to complete a task. Yeah, forge ratio. Where you're like, oh, it will take me like 10 minutes, da, 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 and then it actually takes you like 38 minutes. You get that's like if that's forge ratio of like maybe three to one. I think that's how it goes. But there's like, I, mean, I call it struggle ratio. Right? Where you're like, okay, if I want to accomplish a certain task, it will take me like maybe 10 joules of energy or 10 kilowatts of energy. And then you discover it's taking you 100 million. It's like, I can't remember what story I was reading. I think about a politician and it was like, ah. Okay, my first year, I'll do this, do this, do this, do this. And in the, his entire, like, 
tenure or in administration. I think the only thing he did was electricity. And it was like, even that one self, like I had to fight tooth and nail, fight with my blood or some shit like that. Do you get what I'm saying? So like, I feel like we underestimate just how much work it, it, it requires to actually become the things that we want to become. And I think that's what I feel like I'm just telling you people now that I feel like I just realized when I was talking to Semako. Like, it was a jolt. It was a reminder like, yo, nigga, like, you can't be passive about the things you want. You have to grab life by the neck. Grab the, like, there's a reason they call it grabbing the bull by the horns, no matter how suicidal that shit looks. Because it is suicidal. Like, my whole, my whole, one of my major philosophies in life is like, you've already lost. You are going to die regardless regardless of what you do you will still die like a fucking cow you will still die you might as well go for the things that you want in life like there are so many things that like i feel like there's a certain level of thinking you'll get to in life and i'm not trying to like overstroke my own ego like you start to realize that certain things are bad like certain things are just calm that like not really that important like and I, I know like like living in Nigeria like because of how hard it is to live in Nigeria like a lot of people are already disagreeing yeah you need money to do this you need but I promise you like there are so many things that supersede that shit like one of my biggest prayers in life eh, and this is a prayer I share with like my soulless gang like it's one of the things that we hold very dear is that like we never come across a problem money can't solve we actively pray about it in church that. In this life, we might be broke as fuck, but we should never come across a problem that money can't solve. Because that's when you see problems. That's when you see some real life. That's when life will be like, oh, no. That's when life like increases the difficulty. And I feel like that's what we've, 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 we've sort of been playing with. And that's one of the things that we, that we should really tell ourselves as we grow up and we should really teach the youngins. It's like, the older you grow, the more life will be turning up the difficulty to be turning it up, turning it up, turning it up, turning it up until like your suicide. Like how could Ricky Rick kill himself? Like, I know it's such a selfish question, right? But like, if you know how much I like that guy, that's the nigga that made Sid Lukotini. That's the nigga that like, that, that was on, that had the craziest verse on uh, Fusek with the uh, Kaspar and uh, Anati. Like, that was the guy. That was the guy that released Ziggy's, ah, Bozonke. Like, what the fuck? Ah, fucking hell, that shit broke. Like, it's breaking my heart right now, man. That, like, life could break him. To show you love, this is a rich nigga. Do you understand? And I know, like, oh, it's only when rich people kill themselves that niggas remember that, oh, money is not everything. But it's such a fucking stupid thing to say, like, oh, like, eh, he was rich. Why should he kill himself? Yeah, but I know. But that should show you just how light, how, how hard life is. Period. Life don't give a fuck. Life doesn't really give a fuck. Like, I realized that I'm so, like, I'm so hype about this thing. I haven't even given a fuck about, like, timestamps and all of that album of the week, song of the week shit. So, album of the week is family values and song of the week is boss zonke. Go stream that fucking shit, man. Like, he was the major, like, do you know, like, this guy came out of poverty. Like, and I mean poverty, poverty. Like, if you, if you know about the townships in South Africa, like, you should know, like, poverty, poverty. These niggas live in sharks. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, these niggas came up, they didn't come out of the out of the ground, they came up from the under of the gutter. And like he he's he's nah, he should show you like sometimes nah, sometimes you have to actually like you can't let life come to you. You can't always keep letting life come to you. Like on some random, yeah, I know me and Samako and I know I've name dropped him so many times in this episode, but like me and Samako, we're talking about Jordan Peterson and how like there's something Jordan Peterson says about how life is an adventure, and sometimes you have to go outside and face the dragon. 
But I feel like in this case, life is the dragon itself. Like, look at every epic you've ever read. Beowulf, Arthur, uh, fucking Hobbits. Like, look at every, like, even fucking Percy Jackson. Like, there's always a major villain. There's always a bad guy. There's always a dragon to conquer. There's always treasure to be gotten. And then there's always, oh, what will I do with this treasure? Do you understand? But it's like, it has always been metaphorical about conquering mountains or conquering some very fucking... Like, do you understand? Dragons. Dragons are like magical creatures, no matter how, how you want to look at it. And you're looking at some fucking incel that wants to go and fight a giant talking fire-breathing lizard. That seems fucking wild, no matter how much you want to look at it. No matter how much you want to rationalize it or fantasize it, he's a dragon, he will win. No, it doesn't work like that. But you have to do it. You have to face the dragon. You have to be... And my own, is, my own logic is, like, you will die regardless. You might as well just f- fight the dragon on your own terms. Do you understand? However brain you want to do, whether you want to code your way out of this life, whether you want to ski 